It's Flynn Stage Radio with Steve McQueen, a behind-the-curtains podcast featuring conversations with artists, producers, directors, and more. Grab your all-access pass and follow the man himself, artistic director Steve McQueen. Cindy Zook is definitely a celebrity in Burlington, certainly in musical theater circles. She's been the uh, executive director of the Lyric Theater Company for about 10 years now, um, and she can be seen before each one of their performances on stage, welcoming everybody. Um, you can also see her on occasion on stage during the shows, though in recent years she's been more of an administrative force than the acting force she was in previous years. Lyric's been around for decades now, well over three decades, and they are actually the people who bought the Flynn uh, and turned it from a sort of falling to pieces movie theater into the idea that it could be used for performance. Um, I think that only lasted about a year and they turned it over to another company, another group that made it the Flynn Theater that we know today. But uh, Zuka has, has lots and lots of knowledge about uh, the arts in Burlington, the uh, musical theater in Burlington, and the role of Lyric Theater Company in the community. We had a conversation backstage uh, during their sold-out run of Mary Poppins, which broke all of Lyric Theater's records, uh, during a rehearsal, which is why you might hear us whisper in some hushed conspiratorial tones, and why you might hear some strange noises from the stage as well. Uh, we talked about her favorite roles, the Lyric's ongoing relationship with the Flynn, and the role that Lyric plays in the community. Uh, it was a really fun conversation with Cindy. I hope you like it. How long have you been the director of Lyric? I've been the director since 2005, but which doesn't affiliated. feel like that's long. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that long a time, but I've been a member of Lyric since 1980. Okay, so yeah, yeah. round four. Yeah, Kiss, mm -hmm. Kiss Me Kate was my first show in 1980, and uh, it was really interesting because... Um, we had a couple of college students in Kiss Me Kate, and as you know, Kiss Me Kate's based on mm -hmm. The Taming of the sure. Shrew, and uh, it has some real misogynist elements, and opening night, we had a group of uh, UVM students come and picket the show for its misogynist That's content. That's exciting. <laughs> so, that's exciting, yes. isn't it? Picketing musical theater. Yes. I think that's the first time that happened to us, too. So. Wow. Has there been some major disaster that ever happened at a show? Um, like we that? did We did have somebody pull... You've heard the story about when someone pulled the fire alarm oh. and we had to evacuate the entire building. Oh, yeah, that, that was 1990, yeah. and we had to evacuate. It's the first time I've ever seen the balcony evacuated down the outside fire yeah. escapes, which was really sort so of interesting, it, it, it and we works. know it works. Yeah, wow. I've never seen it before. Yeah. Um, the only problem was is that we, some people didn't come back to see the rest of the show. Did you catch the we culprit? Evacuated. No, no one knows so who it was. still out there. Yes, yes, oh my he's God. still out there. He's still out there. Do you worry at every show that he's going to do it again? He's going to strike back? <laughs> I, Steve, you're making me really nervous because I never really thought about that, and now I'm all erect. <laughs> I bet he lurks at every show. <laughs> so, uh, get, getting primal, what's the attraction of musical theater? Why do people like a theatrical piece with songs in it? What's the absolute 101? Uh, 101 musical theater is most of us grew up with some sort of singing from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And... It, music is, I think, really primal for people, Steve. Music you and I talked absolutely. about that. Um, whether it's rock and roll or blues or mm -hmm. opera, there's something really primal about music. And uh, musical theater does give you the chance to let your imagination fly and... Uh, Sing what you want to say, yeah. and okay. and the best musicals you are singing what you want to say. That's 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 a really good musical. Mm -hmm. uh, 
a not so good musical is where everything sort of stops dead and the singer goes off on a tangent that has very little to do with the story. So how would you define the relationship that Flynn and Lyric has? It seems unusual to me. It's very unusual <laughs> and it's because you've come from away. That's right. <laughs> because if you had been here all your life, it's not unusual. <laughs> because uh, Vermont has this crazy way of uh, making do and collaborating and this sort of teamwork ethic that comes from the beginning of time in Vermont where yeah, I'm from Florida you get together you know one neighbor on one side and one neighbor on the other side and we build the stone wall and oh, I think that's really we start a war <laughs> <laughs> it's a much better place to be up here um, when Lyric first started, there was really nothing. As, as you know the story, there was nothing happening here at the Flynn. It was a movie house, so movies were happening, and it hadn't been used for a live venue um, for about 40 years before Lyric sort of rediscovered it. And, um, and then Lyric uh, bought it, as you know. Lyric yeah. bought the Flynn in 1981, owned it for about six months, mm -hmm. realized that what we didn't want to do was own a historical treasure that was going to rack and run. run. A theater. Spun it off. It's said, a we're, good, good decision. It's like we're going to let somebody else take care of the hardware. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to let somebody else take care of the hardware. Exactly. So what's the function of the of Lyric in the community now? Like it's, it's a total, it's a pillar, it seems it, like, of the of the artistic community. But what, what, do, you, what do you see it as? I see it as a, a real focal point as we are uh, lucky enough to be able to have all these volunteers to uh, come together to learn how to do lighting design, how to do set design, how to use the fog machines and the hazers, how to do professional choreography, how to work on a proscenium stage. And we really pass those skills along to so many other people in the community. So what percentage of a lyric show is the same core people and then versus new people? I would say that um, on the technical side, uh, our core group is probably about 75% of the same technical people and we bring in about a quarter okay. of new people to pass so that information on. It's consistency and so, and some of this core group has been, have been with us since the 70s. But, and that's the other thing that is really amazing about the Flynn is that we have this deal that we get to be here forever and ever. So we, we know what this is and so we can teach it. We're not teaching uh, people lights and sets and stuff for, like a school would for 99 different ways right. to do it. We're teaching them how to do it for at the Flynn. And believe me, as long as you've got, you've got me on tape, I want to say, and I truly mean it from my heart, we feel incredibly blessed to be able to use this theater. I mean, it. it uh, the Flynn and Lyric have helped each other rise up. You know, if Lyric gave a spotlight to the Flynn so that the community would get behind it and bring this old theater back to life, but as the, th as the Flynn continues to get uh, better technology, beautiful seats, incredible renovation, it has really helped Lyric to take the challenge to rise up. And the Lyric shows have gotten better and better and that's better right. and better as the Flynn has also improved its technology. So that's really exciting. So there it's wasn't exciting. as much at stake that way. Okay. You know, we were downstairs in the basement in three inches of water on pallets. Uh, when the audiences came, it would drip from the ceiling. It might be hot. It might be cold. Everyone didn't get scared if someone brought coffee into the theater because right. all the seats were ripped and broken anyway. <laughs> you know? It caused a riot Exactly. Now, exactly. Well, I think, every, I think the whole city's lucky that you guys bought the building way back then because who knows what would have happened. Right? Um, 
There's just so many of these buildings that got torn down back then in that exact era. Exactly. It's the history of a lot of towns. It and is. And their downtowns die because mm -hmm. there's no reason to go there. Yep. They replace it with an office park or a parking garage. Yep. Yep. And now they want to know why their downtown sucks. Exactly. Because they made a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. Also in this community, we all get along so great. All the different theater companies, you know, Off Center mm -hmm. and Vermont Stage, and really um, all the different groups. There seems to be a collegiality that's kind of crazy. Well, we all kind of know where our strengths are, and we kind of stick with where our strengths are, and give each other um, uh, solicited advice and assistance, and mm -hmm. um, and there is a wonderful collegiality. It's it's nice that way. Yeah. It's really nice. It's a Vermonty kind of thing, isn't it? I'm telling you, that's why I, people come here and they go, I don't understand how you're doing all of this with the equivalent of two paid staff. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's Vermont. <laughs> We're all going to pitch in and have a really great time. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for all the work that you guys do. I appreciate it. And, you know, with all of us working hard together, Lyric should be around for another uh, 45 years. Another so. 100 years. I think so. I, I, think don't, so I don't see any reason why it should go away. I don't either. <laughs> People love it. Yep. All right. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah.